Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 18. In a prior episode, I came down a little hard on goals. Well, overly structured goals that are long-term. To me, they're just too inflexible for use in a dynamic life. So I don't use overly structured long-term goals. What works for me are short-term, broader scope goals. At the end of that episode, I talked about a specific example. I decided to address my personal spending. And on today's episode, I have the results. I decided to review my spending over the last 12 months. So basically, my spending for 2019. I fit every transaction into three categories. And after running some numbers, I could see that most of my spending was in the entertainment category. It was mainly because of cafes and restaurants. So for the last month, I reeled in my spending in that category. I kept things short-term, so just one month. And the desired result was broad. I wanted to change my spending habits so that my entertainment spending would go from 37% of my overall spending to 30%. And my everyday spending category would go from 32% to 40%. Sounds good on paper, but oh, this is not what happened. Starting out, my plan was simple. Cut back on cafes and cut back on restaurants as well. Leading up to this change in spending, I was going every single day to restaurants and cafes. And some days, I was even going to restaurants three times a day. It's excessive, I know. I let things get out of hand. It happens. But that's why we need to check in and review our spending from time to time. It allows you to make sure that you don't let this type of behavior go on for a long time. It all happens so gradually over time, so it's difficult to notice these bad habits when they're actually happening. But what's really good to know is that after I did my spending review last month, my bad spending habits became so obvious. They were at the forefront of my mind, and I could no longer ignore them. This really helped me to correct them. So... Let's get into the results. I kind of failed with the restaurants. For the past month, I continued to go to restaurants basically every day. The one thing that saved me with restaurants was that I've been ordering less food. This is because I have been spending a lot more uh, on food from markets. So instead of ordering soup and a burrito at lunch, I've just been getting the soup. What's helped out the most, though, is just having oatmeal on hand. I'm working at a co-working space here in San Cristobal, and they have a microwave, so I decided to have oatmeal every morning. A large bag of oatmeal here costs 10 pesos, which is the equivalent of 50 cents in USD. The bag lasts me about a week, and it's so filling that I'm still full at midday. Before, for breakfast, I was typically going to a restaurant and getting, say, like a smoothie bowl that would cost 80 pesos after tip, or $4.25. And I love oatmeal. 
I may splurge and buy some raisins this week. <laughs> For cafes, I did really well. I completely cut out cafes for this past month. I actually ended up cutting coffee altogether. And to be honest, it, it kind of hurt at first. I had some low-grade headaches, and it took a while to get over the habit and the routine of the morning coffee. But as of now, I feel so much better. And caffeine is not something that is needed for our survival. If we apply minimalist principles to diet, then we should only consume those things that either nourish or hydrate us. All other substances that have other effects are just noise and unnecessary. Coffee is a great example. It's just not necessary for human survival, so I feel compelled to cut it out. I know that this minimalist approach to a diet could be taken too far and get out of hand pretty quickly. I mean, you could end up consuming only rice and water. But that's not a life I want to live. So I'll moderate this in my life and focus just on coffee for now. I've had an on-again, off-again relationship with coffee for quite a while. I have trouble staying away from it sometimes. So I can't honestly say if I'll keep it out of my life forever. But there are some clear benefits to cutting it out. For example, I saved a surprisingly large amount of money just by cutting it out for the last month. And I generally feel more even keel and stable without it. I feel like I really need to listen to my body and my wallet here and just stay away from the stuff. So before getting into the actual numbers, I need to talk about unanticipated expenses. Something unexpected happened, and it altered my spending quite a bit. It's funny, because I mentioned this in my episode about goals, and sure enough, it happened. This is the reason why I don't like long-term goals. They're just not realistic. Things happen. Unexpected things. Okay, so what happened? I got sick. I had some intense flu-like symptoms initially, and then had residual minor symptoms for about three weeks. So for the majority of the time that I was doing this experiment, I wasn't 100%. I ended up spending more on healthcare-related things, and that was unexpected. So things like doctor visits and medicine. I kept my appetite the entire time, so my spending on food shouldn't be skewed much by me being sick. So here are the actual numbers. For everyday spending on things like groceries and rent, I wanted to go from 32% to 40%. I ended up at 81%. <laughs> wow. For entertainment, I wanted to go from 37% to 30%, and I ended up at 18%. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I did have an Airbnb payment for a month-long rental. That came up uh, this past month. So... For sake of argument, let's remove that from the numbers. So the resulting numbers then are 64% for everyday spending and 36% for entertainment. Clearly, this is highlighting a common problem when using percentages. It just obscures the actual dollar spend. So I figured out what my per day spend was over the last 12 months, 
and then again for the last month during this experiment. I previously spent $11.67 per day on entertainment and $9.90 on everyday spending. Without the Airbnb payment, during the past month, I spent $5.27 per day on entertainment and $9.45 per day on everyday spending. With the Airbnb payment, it was $22.65 per day on everyday spending. So, in the end, my everyday spending for entertainment, which was what I was really focusing in on, went from $11.67 to $5.27. I did really well. Okay, so... Spending on entertainment that's closer to $5 a day feels so much better to me. But I don't want to get complacent. So I'm going to keep the momentum going. I'm going to continue to monitor my average per day spending and try to get my spending on entertainment to exactly $5 per day. And I want to keep it there consistently. So I'll track it until the spending feels routine. Then I'll stop monitoring it. Because honestly, it's exhausting to monitor spending like this, and I prefer to do it only from time to time, really. So after making changes in spending, I find it a lot easier to make the change habitual. This allows me to stop strictly monitoring spending. It frees up time, and honestly, that's the more valuable asset. I also have to say that for me, I anticipate this new spending behavior will be easy to maintain. When I reflect back on the last month when I was doing this experiment, I got just as much joy out of being at the markets, interacting with the vendors, finding amazing food, and then preparing that food, as I do when I go to a restaurant and have a meal. Even if that meal that I'm preparing for myself is boring, like oatmeal. (laughs) So, What I'm trying to say is that I'm getting a lot out of this new approach to my spending. That's important. You want it to add to your life and be effortless so that you can really maintain the change. It's a good habit, and the trick to maintaining good habits is to reduce as many barriers as possible. The barriers that may inhibit you from keeping the good habit. For example, putting your journal out right on your desk with a pen right next to it is reducing a barrier to the good habit of journaling. In closing, I'd say that this experiment was a success, but I'm also quite the optimist. I certainly learned quite a lot with this experiment, so in my eyes, it was definitely successful. I learned that you should really review your spending by using the daily average dollar spent instead of percentages. Although I am glad that I now know my percentages of overall spending per category, it's a good overall measure for how you're doing. And for me, it gave me a great initial direction. However, to measure small-term changes like the change I made over the last month, the daily average dollar spent is a much more effective measure. This experiment also reinforced the idea that life is dynamic and you can't account for everything. I had no idea that I was going to get sick and need to spend so much on healthcare-related expenses. Now, I'm lucky and I'm grateful that the health issue wasn't worse. This is why the just-in-case savings that I discussed in the extreme expense management episode is so important. 
you don't know if or when something will come up that will require additional unforeseen spending. So you need to set up a cushion of savings so you can easily accommodate if something does happen. And finally, I rekindled my love for oatmeal. (laughs) Going forward, to keep my spending in the entertainment category low, I'm going to continue to abstain from coffee. I'm also going to impose a rule on myself for restaurants. I'm allowed a max of only one restaurant visit per day. And when there, I'm allowed to order only one thing each time. I put a lot of thought into this. I'm going to call it my one-in-one rule. One item in one restaurant. No more. I'll definitely aim for not going at all. But if I do, it's one-in-one for me. (laughs) So I talk to a lot of people about expenses and personal spending. I know they are important topics to a lot of people. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. And as always, keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.